The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. It's pronounced ash-hole. You dumb asshole. Excuse me? It's ash-hole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> it's ashhole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's ash holes. Oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of assholes on Unfiltered Cigar Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Assholes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us at iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course our own website, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. And check out, please, unitedpodcastnetwork.tv and subscribe to us there so you don't ever miss anything. Who would ever mm-hmm. want to miss Anything asshole. I don't know. Anybody with some self-respect, maybe, but we don't deal with those people. We don't deal with that. We don't have to worry about self-respect. Forget that. (laughs) I'm here with Aaron, and uh, Ed is in the producer's seat as usual, and it is the Wednesday before Christmas. It is. Oh, gosh. I got to finish my shopping. You have to finish your shopping? Yeah, I got to. Who do you have to shop for? You're you're a single guy. Yeah. You have nothing. My father still. Your father? Yeah, I got to know. What do you got to do? What are you going to do for him? Well, I'd, him I'd say it, but you never know when he's listening. That's so. how. <laughs> cigars? No, no, no. He's no. not into cigars. He's so. not into cigars. Yeah. Liquor? No, uh, no, 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 not a big drinker, no. Not a big drinker either. Nope. You going to get him some bottled water? Yeah, no. Bo- no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I give hints, but uh, I don't want to give him hints in case he listens. In, Just case, in case he li- does, does he listen? Say, he doesn't he, smoke, doesn't drink, yeah, doesn't, you know. Yeah, he might pop in every once in a while, listen. For an episode or two, I don't know. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? That song. Yeah. What was it? Was that Adam Ant? Maybe. Yeah. I'm just not. I. I'm not musically adept enough to remember. Subtly, subtly, you went for my time. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ed? Are you uh, ready for Christmas? I'm ready. I, I've got everything going, and I would love socks for Christmas. You would love socks. Well, they got to be special. See, special. these are Whoa, some look Christmas at those socks Damn. with the Christmas lights My on them. My gosh. Oh, yeah. You have those electric socks that keep your feet nice no, and I see. Oh, well, I want ones with little bulbs on it. You want one for Christmas tree. Yeah. That's a bright idea. <laughs> I like so that. So today, my, my oldest daughter's school was like a... Ugly sweater day, mm. you know, class spirit, come in with your ugly Christmas sweater. Yep. And she didn't really have an ugly Christmas sweater. So what she did was she took a sweater that was, you know, it all very plain, but she hung Christmas ornaments oh, it's a good all idea. over it. And, nice and easy. When mm-hmm. I said, honey, that is one ugly sweater. That's how you do it. You're going to take it away. <laughs> That's just fantastic. And it was Adamant. The song is Goody Two Shoes. Goody Two Shoes. That's right. That's right. Goody Two Shoes. Goody Goody Two Shoes. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm remembering it. 
It's all coming uh, back. It's all coming back, for better or worse, probably worse. <laughs> all right. Uh, today, we are smoking the Kristoff Vengeance mm. Figurado. And uh, from their own website, they say, quote, the Kristoff Vengeance is a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich notes of dark roast espresso bean, sweet mocha, graham cracker, spice, and a long, creamy cocoa finish. The vengeance is nothing short of delectable. You know, they say it's best served cold, but I found I really need to light this to enjoy it. So Yeah, I like it better when it's lit, too. Just, just most days, at least. Vengeance yeah. is mine, saith Pastor Padron. Yes, yes, yes. I stole that from somebody. I can't remember who. Yeah, yeah. Someone important. <laughs> I think his name started with G. Um, uh, oh, well. Gerald. I'll think of it. Gerald. <laughs> anyway, this is a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, Maduro Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. It's an Indonesian binder. Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, and it is a six and a half uh, by 60 Figurado. This is a classic cartoon-shaped cigar. Yeah. You yep. Know, Very, it, yeah. It's look like it's straight out of like a comic. Straight right. out of a comic book. And um, it's 60, it's 60 ring gauge at its biggest point. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a very, very nice shape. And this was, this was a, uh, a solid packed oh so, yeah. yeah i mean that's you notice that you pick it up and it's got no give to it yeah. whatsoever you can just i don't want to squeeze it too hard and crack no. it but it, it feels like a stone it's no <laughs> and you could you could kill somebody you, with the sharp end of this you I do mean, get that, to decide how big an opening you want yep, on the which end, i always appreciate which yeah. even with a small opening the cigar has a great draw mm -hmm. the draw is fantastic yeah i mean yep. you're gonna have your best rollers for these kind of shapes you know yeah right. i was concerned with it being packed so Mm. tightly that the draw might be a problem but it's perfect no the draw the draw is and i i actually wrote that down perfect draw really yep. perfect draw yep. wow yep yep burn I, is excellent too uh, burn lies nice and sharp it's burning yeah, even yeah very razor sharp burn line nice bright whiter gray ash yeah it's very very nice and i am picking up a lot of cocoa there's and there's some serious black pepper on the retro yes there is i mean that's the first thing you notice when you're lighting this is mm -hmm. that black pepper just hits your tongue mm. um i've gotten some it, it, there's a little bit of like sweetness it reminds yeah. me it, it made me think of uh Red pepper flakes, but mm. it doesn't really have that heat. So it's just like if you drown red pepper flakes in some barbecue sauce or something. You know? <laughs> and then it's drown just, it's red pepper unique. flakes in kind of like barbecue sauce. Kinda, and, yeah. and then smell it. That's that's yeah. what you well, taste. No, and I think well, the yeah. mesquite kind of smokiness. Yeah. Pick up some of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely can get that. And there's a very, there is a real creaminess to this cigar, yeah. isn't there? Especially on the finish. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say creamy. I mean, it's, it's kind of getting there now. I'm about, almost an inch in, mm -hmm. uh, and it's kind of morphing a little bit, but I, I don't notice creaminess off that first right. inch, really. And well, I, that's what I'm picking up. But to me, to me, this tastes like creamy. Okay, well, hey, it's your show. You man. know, with, <laughs> with, with their description, I'd say at the beginning, at least, it, it feels closer to the full than to the medium. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yep. not straight medium by any means. No. It's, at no. the upper end or low end of full, even at the yes, end. that's what I would say. That to me, this is a full-bodied cigar. Yeah, yeah um, you know that early on, I was thinking, yeah, this is very full-bodied. It might mm -hmm. be even past yeah. the pissed off Christoph, but right. you know now it's kind of mellowing out a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll pick up again. And um, I'm just getting closer to that 60 ring gauge portion. So right. 
Well, that's one of the nice things about this, the, the figurato, is, is that as the uh, uh, ring gauge changes where you're smoking it, yep. you're going to experience it a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah. you all, all have smoked some of the Vengeance line before, mm-hmm. but yeah. not the Perfecto not size. Not this size, no. So, comparing what you've smoked to this, it, it, are there any differences between the regular line versus the Perfecto? Flavors are, are pretty similar, uh, mm-hmm. but the experience is a little different because, you know, th- with that ring gauge change as you're going along, it, it does seem to morph a bit more. Um, so, a little bit more dynamic, I guess. Okay. For me, the so real far. difference is the shape is just more fun. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a, yeah, this is a very fun cigar. It's if a fun I, cigar to smoke. I, I would like to smoke this if I'm like sitting in traffic, like in the middle of summer, and yelling at people, holding it on the water. Ah, Then they take you seriously. Maybe yeah. some kind of hat. Yeah. <laughs> a bowler hat or something. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> Wear really dark aviator sunglasses or mm. something. Yeah. Yeah, great cigar. This is a fun cigar to smoke. Um, I have smoked everything in the uh, the Vengeance line that came out this year after mm-hmm. the trade show, and the Perfecto is my favorite size in that line. Um, I've smoked these pretty regularly since they've come out. I, I don't know if I've found a cigar that has a Perfecto that where the Perfecto isn't the best. I mean, yeah. it seems like that's kind of the, the best shape for well, like you already said, most you know, cigars. The, the yeah. most experienced rollers tend to, to roll yep. these, and uh, so you know you're going to get a well-constructed mm. cigar. Well, this morning I smoked one of my favorites, which is... Um, the Julius Caesar, that Which little is, Perfecto, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. I always yeah. think of that as when I yeah. think about Perfectos because yeah. that's so distinct it is. from the rest. Well, yeah, and that's one where the, the taste is very yeah. different from the rest of the line. Yeah, and that goes right. to a very fine tip, yeah. too, so you really get that blast <laughs> of the, the wrapper. Uh, yeah, great cigar on that one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, and I just realized I never said anything about where I was for Christmas. And I'm, I'm where are also going to be. I'm also ready for Christmas. Are you? I'm all done with the shopping. That's As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Christmas. Well, I, can, I would be happy just if skip it just right over. skipped right over it yeah. and went right past the new year. Well, and, well, hold on. You don't want to skip the meals. <clears throat> the meals? That's, that's no, important. That's so. true. The meals, I don't mind. That, that, that's cool. I look forward we can more to that. the meals and I'm gifts and all that other meal. stuff. So. But, you know, Christmas is just such a, you know, when you have three kids. You know, mm. Christmas is is more like this massive tornado, <laughs> tornado of an event. It's now, more like a bomb going off. I want to backtrack a little bit. When you say you're ready, yeah, let's get to the reality of this. Does that just mean you bought a present for your wife? That means the presents are bought, the presents are wrapped. Wow. By whom? Well, actually, my <laughs> my fourteen uh, year old Anna uh, wrapped all the presents. Excellent! Oh, you have kids that could be bribed. That's nice. Mm-hmm. She that's one of her things. She loves wrapping presents, mm. for which I'm very grateful because I hate wrapping presents. Mine come I, out horrible. I use you, twice you as much paper as, as anybody else, at, and you know. Yep. And yeah. if I have to wrap it, I need. I can't have an irregularly shaped package. Oh, It'll that's turn rough. Disaster. Yeah. You know? Yep. Even a box is difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've become a big fan of... of uh, gift bags. Gift bags, <laughs> yeah. Give me some, you know, tissue paper, sure. shove it in there, cover it up. Your, your house there is a go. fire hazard now yeah. because there's so much tissue <laughs> yeah. paper lying around. Maybe a gift card with a penguin yeah. wearing a Santa hat, something the, like that. The biggest challenge right now is that the, the dog, Echo, Anna's Ooh. service dog, is still... 
He's just turning a year. Yep. And, and dogs. And he is a still in the house and... a major chewer. Do you do a real tree or you have a fake tree? We have a fake tree. I'm, oh, I wasn't okay. going to try a real now tree. Now I see why you're ready to skip Christmas. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> you don't really like and it. <laughs> so the presents can't be out right. because mm. he would rip them to shreds mm. and chew through the cardboard. And, you know, so yeah. everything has to be up, hidden, put away. And stuff like that. So I take it your kids don't do Santa Claus. Are they just too old for it now, or they, they all you know ever do Santa Claus is you know you know he's a he's a, they like getting presents from Santa, but they know it's, it's, it's a big joke. Yeah, it's, it's a big joke. Yeah, why do we keep that going? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, we never did it. Like, when I was growing up, my parents never said there was a Santa Claus. They just said, "Don't tell the other kids." Right. That was it. <laughs> so, like, did you ever have to transition out of that? Did you ever have kids who are brokenhearted because they realized Santa was just a no? I, I think my daughter figured it out and then figured out how to leverage it. She one year came to us and said, if Santa's real, he will bring me this. Oh, that's so, so we, we confirmed it for her. <laughs> yeah. He ain't real. Yeah. Uh, oh, now you know. My nephews were into it for a little while. And then the, when they turned, the oldest turned five, he, he was driving with my, fa- my brother once. And he said, uh, you know, Santa's not real, right? He goes, no, no, it's not real. He goes, so the gifts just appear? (laughs) There's a miscommunication here. Something's not right. Wow. He's thinking at least. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So right now for me, this is is now turning into more of a straight medium. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely mellowed out after that first inch. Um it's still got a lot of flavor going on, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's it's not dying on us. But, no, no. But that no. strength is back there. There's lots of flavor going on. But I the, mean, that's a pretty sharp point at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you had the tips down at that end, yep. you could get yeah. a real blast of power to start it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I think they certainly planned it, it that way. It's hard to blend in a point, I would think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not a lot of room to maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, definitely not. All right. Uh, let us do our top five list. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right. Uh, today's top five list is a little bit different. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, you know, I have said numerous times I live in the Astrogen Palace. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by girls and women all the time, and I came across this list that just, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta use this. And um, this is the top five really important things in life that we all take for mm. granted that were invented by women. Hmm. A lot of times we think men come up with all the ideas. And let's be honest, we come up with... Oh, plenty of ideas. Plenty of ideas. I mean, they get us in trouble, but yeah, plenty of exactly. ideas. But these these are key things that were invented by women. And number five uh, is something that we use every day. I don't know how I would make it without one of these. <laughs> and that is the refrigerator. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Florence, very important. Parpart. 
a very unfortunate name, but she did a Pearl very Bart. fortunate thing. Hmm. She invented the refrigerator. Oh. Hmm. So it was ice boxes, ice boxes before then, and right? Then and she, I guess, was getting tired of loading that with, <laughs> loading that up every day. So you she's know? like, "What can I do to just keep um, the cold in there?" Nothing spurs invention like inconvenience, yep. <laughs> you know? or you know, potentially she had an affair with the ice man that didn't end well. Oh, we gotta get rid of this quick. Yeah. We're just doing research. Ooh. You can be replaced. Vengeance <laughs> is best served cold. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I'm inventing the refrigerator. I don't need you anymore. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. I have. I'm sure that's not the case. No, I but mean, if somebody she could have been that just a case, serial killer and she I, needed to I, store I, cold I would bodies totally and ice was a But the refrigerator, women, something else again that that uh, we use all the time. That I don't know how we would get along without it. Windshield wipers. Mm. Very important. Windshield wipers were invented by Mary Anderson back in the early 1900s. Well, I would hope so, because, I mean, you're not going to get far into cars without them. Yep, 1903. 1903, yeah. November 10th. That's not surprising, right? In the wintertime around here, it's usually the men you see that haven't scraped off their windshield or they're driving and trying to reach out and clean (laughs) off the windshield. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh. Probably the the guy with his head out the window, right? The (laughs) insurance guy from a few weeks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my windshield wipers weren't working, so I had to stick my head out the window in the middle of the rain so I could see. What? Yeah. Caught a June bug and crashed so, into a tree. Uh, so men solve things differently, yes. apparently. Yeah. yeah, we just stick our heads out the window. <laughs> yeah. But she said, I'm not doing that. I want windshield wipers. <laughs> Something. There you go. What's a windshield wiper? I'll make it. Uh, let's see. Number three, uh, Ruth Graves Wakefield. Somebody we should all be thanking from the very bottom of our hearts. She was baking cookies and was trying to bake uh, chocolate powdered cookies and realized she didn't have the powdered cocoa that she needed. And it's so kind of an important thing to be missing when yeah, you, you've already started. She, I'm sure she thought it was in her clo- her cabinet. Mm-hmm. And cupboard. It, wasn't there. it was probably a cupboard. cupboard. Cupboard, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, what they, the old Scots word for that, you know, the, the glory hole. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it wasn't there. And so, but she did have a chocolate bar. And so she cut up the chocolate bar into chunks and put it into the cookie dough, hoping that as it cooked, the chocolate would just kind of melt its way through the cookie and, go everywhere. and create create a chocolate cookie. But it stayed together as mm. the chips that she had made. And she and ended up inventing the chocolate chip cookie. Mm. And where was she working at the time where this happened? The Toll House Inn. Of course. Yeah, everybody knows Toll, Toll House. Toll House Chocolate Toll House Cookies. cookies. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That uh, is a wonderful thing to invent. I don't know if I'd put it to number three. Number three? No. Maybe number Two? 50 or something. 50? Just, yeah, 50? cookies. I mean, cookies, cookies aren't saving chip. your life. Yeah, but chocolate chip cookies, those are fantastic. Yeah, those are great. plenty of other cookies and sweets. and I mean, those chocolate powder cookies, whatever she was trying to make, I would have been happy with that. Chocolate chip cookies, know. they're great. I mean, they're good, I guess, but I, I could live know. without them. Man, I think there's something wrong right there. Hmm. Number two. Number two. Ida Forbes, the electric water heater. That I can definitely appreciate. I appreciate that right now, let me tell you. And a a couple of years ago, my water heater went 
and I had to have the, the mm. whole thing replaced, and yep. it took an inordinate amount of time. I went for about seven weeks Ooh, without Ooh. heat or hot water. Which, I mean, there's a lot of people around here that went without heat and hot water yep. just because we had the gas explosions. Yeah, yep. a lot of that was going on. Some months. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a big Everybody's issue. dealing with that. And um, while that was going on, while the, my whole heating system was being replaced, um, the one of the guys who was working on the plumbing actually brought in a portable electric water heater. There you go. And portable. A portable one. And he mm. set it up uh, using the um, uh, the water that was going into the, the uh, washing machine. Oh, and yeah. that so gave us hot water. So we could, we again had water for showers and water to wash dishes. For a two and minute stuff shower like and you're done, right? <laughs> and that was so, so big. And so to it think. It was a luxury. That, yeah. Mm. It was, and you know what? You know, my house, you know, was was built in the the late seventeen hundreds. So, you know, we had these big, you know, deep fireplaces that you were used for cooking in the kitchen right. at the time. So we're in there with with cast iron skillets and <laughs> cooking, and yeah. and you know, for the first few days, the girls were like, "Oh, this is great! It's a little yeah. house on the prairie." <laughs> Yeah, that after that, was, after like three days of that, it's like, uh, when is this over? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want to use the stove again. We want to, you know, all that stuff needed needed replaced. But um, that was that amazing. And uh, number one, beer. Oh yes, beer. Number one, absolutely. Need I say more? Need I say more? No. Beer. Beer was invented by women. Right. I mean, beer has been around for a yeah, long time. I don't time. like to I don't question know. it, but it seems like I, mean, I don't the care who made a lot it. Of, there's a lot of hi- his history that's been dug up about this, and uh, actually, a woman who is doing a uh, article uh, looking into the history of beer mm-hmm. and everything, and it's been around for literally thousands of years. Right. Yeah, goes that's back why. Really about seven thousand. But all of that, you know, it was the the women who did all of that stuff. It really wasn't until in the middle ages when, you know, monks started yep. making beer, you know, what, what are we going to do if we can't talk and go out into the world? We might as well <laughs> <Yeah>. drink. <laughs> so we'll, That's, we'll start making, that was really the first time make people come to you. started yeah. taking right. over making beer. But up until then, that was something that was totally out of the domain of hmm. women. Is it counted as like cooking or preparing and stuff? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Very interesting stuff. Wow, this is an educational show today. Yeah. We like we like educating our people. Indeed we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can't keep you straight face yes. with that one, right? And on that note, uh, we're gonna go to our break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about the Christoph Vengeance Perfecto that we're smoking. We're gonna do an Ash of the Week and uh, it's gonna be some good stuff, so don't go anywhere. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. 
Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional, a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ashholes on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering, and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery with spicy undertones. 
Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking the Christoph Vengeance Figurato. It is a, um, right now, smoking still a medium-bodied cigar. Yeah, yep. My experience is, is that once you get past that halfway point, it starts to really pick up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it makes so sense. I won't be it's going to get smaller again. Yep, <laughs> smaller ring gauge. Yep. So, wh- what are your? What are, you're about halfway through. Halfway. Now. Yep. What What are your tasting notes? Uh, you know, I'm picking up a little bit of a, like a licorice. You know, mm. it's still got that that pepper spice, but it's got a, just a slight licorice kind of sweetness bite kind of thing going on. Okay, I don't pick up licorice much, but something has changed. Mm. Well, it's and I notice it particularly if I let it burn cooler. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's where it kind of comes to mind. Still plenty of pepper in the retro. Yeah, a little and, bit of earthiness in there. Yeah, there's some earthiness is more what I'm what I'm picking up. It's got a deeper, richer kind of a finish to it mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, the earthiness has been very consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, very noticeable. Lots of smoke coming off this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's And the burn is still... Great. Excellent. Amazing yeah. burn. Yeah. No touching up. The ash lasts about an inch or so before it has to Sharp burn line. No, yeah. Construction's impeccable. Yeah. 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 This is a... Yep. I'm really enjoying this. And there's this great oily sheen to the uh, cigar. And it just kind of... As it heats up, it just seems to get a little bit more glistening. Yeah. And it's not even... It doesn't burn hot, you know? You can, no. I'm holding it very close to the burn line and mm. it's just barely warm. So just excellent construction. That's great. That's great. Uh, we are going to do an ash hole of the week Yay. this week. Isn't that great? Yep. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and uh, today's ash hole of the week uh, comes from a story that came out just a, a couple of weekends ago that happened over in Ontario, Canada. Okay. Our brothers to the north. Oh, yes. A. Hey, 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 I'm sorry. What? All right. And uh, this is one of these, and we can talk about this, you know, you, you deal with kids. Mm-hmm. We both have kids. Right. Right. And so what happened is this, this uh, uh, nine-year-old girl calls 911. And of course, she... You know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, as the operator, you have this kid call you and you're freaking out because, you know, if a kid calls, they're either in big trouble or if they're younger, then it's an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this kid called 911 and her problem, her great life-threatening emergency was that her parents were forcing her to clean her room. Oof. Oh, those monsters. Forcing her to clean. And she's her. nine. She's nine years old. Oh, and gosh. Calling, I, I do not want to meet her when she's a teenager. Because her parents are making her clean the room. No. And this, it, the you know, really the way this story came out was that the police wanted to use this as Make an, an example, example yeah. to say to parents, look, nine one one. So they arrested for emergencies the only. Yeah. <laughs> so no, but they made this big. You know, please yeah. don't call nine one one. 
because your parents <laughs> are making you clean your room. Call if you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. If, if they're holding a gun to your head, they make you clean your room. Okay, on. sure. <laughs> All right. And so they say on average it takes it, uh, at least two officers about 30 minutes to investigate a 911 call. And responding to non-emergencies puts enormous pressure on police resources. Yeah, that's but, no good. <laughs> look, whoever you are, you know, you're probably not listening, you little nine-year-old kid. But uh, right. I hope not. I mean, this I mean, is really. not an emergency. Like if you get the wrong thing at a drive-through, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. this is just mundane stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I I know what's going on here. You know, I I feel like for the last sixteen years. My home has not really ever been clean for more than one or two days in a row. Well, you have kids. Yeah, yeah I have kids. I know it's not like, impossible. It's just, it's, you know, and when you have one like Anna, who's, you know, got the service, she's, you know, got, mm-hmm. aut- you know, she's on the high end of autism and, and struggles with that. And, and it, cleaning is really that the, has not much to do with it. She's just a kid. She's yeah. just a kid. Well, well, you know. <laughs> Some, some kids, kids are clean, some kids are Some yeah. kids can, you know, but wherever she is, oh my gosh, it looks like a tornado hit the room. But as bad as it's been, they've never had to call 911. Well, you just haven't gotten serious enough. And I just, I haven't <laughs> had to, I've almost had to call 911 just because I couldn't get to my room, you know, or something like that. But please, uh, it just, you know, have you ever had these kind of things with your kids, Ed? Where they just—they're just fighting you oh, over yeah. something like this. Go they, clean your room. Right. Put your clothes away. Yeah. And, and it, then you have to remind them you could have mm-hmm. been done by now. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, if right. anybody's listening and saying, "I can't believe you made a child an asshole of the week," well, they probably don't have kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, you little nine-year-old? Go clean your room. Kids Go clean your room. For sure. Uh, one of the one of the things we've been dealing with is is you know my wife has this thing about doing laundry that you do the whites together and you well, do the yeah. darks together. That's a thing. No, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, no, that's here's the thing. thing. So she does the the whites with her and all three girls together, mm-hmm. and the darks with all three girls. But what happens is all of their laundry gets all mixed in together, mm-hmm. right? And so. None of them know where everything is when it comes out of there. So everything ends up in Just strewn out my room <laughs> right and my bedroom in like 12 different baskets. All picked through. And I'm thinking, there's only five of us. Why are the 12 <laughs> baskets? And I said, look, honey, why don't you just have each of the kids do their own laundry? Do it, How do old's it the youngest? 12. 12. 12. Oh, do man. your laundry. Man. Do your laundry. Then you don't have to be looking for it anymore. Yeah. I mean, me and my do brothers, we had to do our own laundry at like nine years old. I yeah. Think. And it do was, it. That's it. That's, that's what I do. I do done. my own I have. I always have my clothes because I do my own laundry and it's mm-hmm. done separate because I don't want yeah. to be part of that. If you don't have any clothes? Guess what? It's your, right. your fault. You know, if you don't have anything clean, guess what? It's time to do You're going to be dirty. No. Well... And my wife does also like to say, well, these ones have to be warm and this has to be hot. And oh. I tried pointing uh, her yeah. at, well, yeah. Consumer Reports did an article that <laughs> um, with today's laundry detergents, there is no reason to wash in anything but cold water. Mm. Right. That is correct. Yeah. And then once you go to that level, 
you really don't have to separate out the whites because no. nothing's going to run. Right. And then you don't run out of hot I water mean, in your my, shower. Yeah, because my laundry <laughs> methodology is it all goes in in cold. Right. And then when it comes out of the wash, you find the stuff that can't go in the dryer. Right. The rest goes in the dryer. It's That's simple. Right. That's It's down. that simple. It's just that simple. Now, if I can get that, those truths grilled into my mm -hmm. wife and daughter's heads... I will be a much happier man. Good luck. <laughs> I hope to God she doesn't listen to this episode. Well, I don't think she'd listen to you. So, <laughs> so what's the final verdict here on the uh, Christoph Vengeance figurato? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, three quarters thumbs three up. Three quarters yeah. of a thumb. Yeah, it's, it's a great, good cigar. Um, doesn't quite have the complexity that I was kind of expecting. Uh, you know, the I think the, the pissed off Christoph is a little bit more complex. It's got a little bit more going on. Uh, but it's still a solid smoke. Um, so three quarters. Okay. I'm going for the big thumbs up. I love this cigar. To me, this is the best thing that, that Christoph has come out with. And uh, I I think this has a little bit more going on than the uh, uh, pissed off, which I'm also a big fan it, it of. It is more approachable, I think, than the pissed off. So if you if you don't like super full-bodied, uh, you can enjoy this and still have kind of, you know, a lot going a lot of power to it, I guess. Yeah. If, you like, a, you, if you like a good, strong cigar without being totally... Knocked on right. your butt. If you want to smoke this another cigar great, after. This is a great yeah. cigar. <laughs> yeah, and I got to, for the second week in a row, go qualified thumbs up. Okay, qualified thumbs up. I really am not a fan of Indonesian tobacco. Mm -hmm. In fact, quite the opposite. I despise it. <laughs> and you can pick it up somewhat in right. this blend. It's not predominant right. at all. So right. I think for the right smoker, this is a great cigar. It's just not one for me. Okay. Yeah. Definitely worth trying, though. Oh, I think for so. anybody, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, definitely worth. And it, it's just under ten bucks. Oh yeah, not it's not, a great not cigar for the money. Yeah, the a price nice figurado is. for te, for nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. I mean, That's hard to beat. The very much smaller one that I referenced earlier. Yeah, costs more than. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so next week is going to be a very special show. It's the day after Christmas. Yes, we're going to be recording the day after Christmas. That's how we roll. And uh, we are going to, on that, on the last Sunday of the, the last Sunday, last wow. Wednesday of the year, we smoke our cigar of the year that we named previously. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the way to yep. send it out. And so we're going to be smoking the 2017 cigar of the year, the Wise Man Toro and by Foundation Cigars. You probably noticed yeah. that, that in a different size, the Robusto was the number three cigar yep. on Cigar Aficionado's list this year. Oh, was it? See that? We set trends. Absolutely. We set trends. And while we're smoking our favorite cigar from last year, we're going to be sharing with each other what we thought were the new, best of the new releases this year. That's basically going to be our top five list. Okay, yeah. Our top five list is going to be each of us sharing our top five favorite new cigars. Which that is came out it's this getting year. tougher, right? Yeah. It is less getting tougher. Less next and, year, and I don't know, what, I don't know what we're going to do. We might have to change how we do yeah. things once this all FDA stuff comes in. Now, other podcasts and cigar news organizations uh, do all the hashing out to come up with their cigar of the year off air. And behind the scenes. No, we're just going to fight right here. Not with oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it right in front of you, live. And at the end of that, we're going to come up with what is going to be our 2018 Cigar of the Year. That is going to be incredible entertainment, people. So be sure that you are uh, smoking with us next week. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the show, we will announce our choice 
for the 2018 Cigar of the Year. Don't miss it. You've been listening to The Ash Holes, unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can easily download or share this and any other episode of The Ash Holes at unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. And be sure to hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss anything. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. Expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.